Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Toyota Brookhaven services all makes and models. That could be why we were voted best service department the past two years. Come see why. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota Brookhaven, we deliver. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. And don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app. And of course, you can always find us on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. You can watch us too. We are on your computer, your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. You'll see I got a full house in the studio today, which always brings me so much joy. And it's hard to believe it is almost prom season again. I think pollen season and prom season kind of run together every year and the Mississippi Department of Rehab wants to make sure that everyone returns home safe on prom night and joining us today is Jennifer Gray she is with the department she's the communication director with the department we've got Lieutenant Chase Elkins he's the assistant director for the public affairs division for Mississippi Highway Patrol and we've got Miss Elizabeth who's helping to coordinate the prom efforts so it's a big season for you guys so welcome and Jennifer I'm gonna start with you because you guys at the department sort of head this up every year um, what sort of the story behind it what's the main uh, purpose of the prom uh, please return home on monday through our office of the special disabilities um, we get a lot of clients who have traumatic brain injuries and spinal cord injuries due to wrecks and so through a lot of grants that um, help that program go we do prevention efforts so that's an awareness and prevention effort that we do to keep people safe and that's one thing that you definitely want to do during the season. And Lieutenant Elkins, I mean, these are hard topics. It's not anything you'd want to do and go and knock on a parent's door on prom night of all things. But it's real life, and it, it can sort of happen from, you know, from the from the patrol's uh, perspective. Why is this so important to continue to raise awareness? Well, we we in Mississippi are steadily the top in fatalities, specifically for our teenagers are young drivers and so we we do anything we can to deter that not just with the prom program but traffic safety obviously we, we write tickets is what we're known for but we spend a lot of time in schools and in different clubs and events to try to deter the action prior to it happening so we don't have to address it on the road and you're not just doing this via you know social media or via here on the radio y'all are getting out there and really talking to the children too uh, jennifer i know that's a big piece to this uh, sort of prom program so what's going to be happening between now and the end of prom season around the state we typically try to do it within the two weeks before the school's prom um, right now we're scheduled for 50 across the state we've had two already uh, we have two more this week and we will go in we've got about an hour there is a MDRS representative a um, MHP representative and then usually we have a client come and we talk to them about safety um, real-life testimonies 
and all that. So, Elizabeth, when you're reaching out to the schools, is it a hard sell for for them to allow someone to come in and sort of talk about, you know, the the dangers of prom night, even though there can be a lot of fun involved with it, too? No, usually the schools are really receptive and say, okay, when can you get us in? So, so you got 50 sites. Is there room for more schools to still sign up, or are we kind of at, like, she's like, oh, God, yes or <laughs> yes, no? I didn't yes. know which of I was throwing you under the bus or, or yes, whatever we, it may be. We do still have lots of room, especially at the end of April, beginning of May, we have lots of openings. We're pretty booked solid from the end of March to the mid-April week. The week before Easter and the week after Easter, we are pretty much booked. Well, it's in the name, prom, please return on Monday, which you think, you know, that's what every parent wants. They want their child to go out and enjoy these festivities, and then they obviously want them to come home. But Lieutenant Elkins, you know, we go straight to, like, the worst, which would be a DUI or a car wreck where a life is taken. But it always doesn't have to be uh, tragic to be traumatic, I think, is, is a great way for parents to remember it. So from, from the Highways Patrol's perspective, what are some of the big, you know, red flags or things that kids – get loose with on prom night yeah well and we have the the fatal four the four main things in traffic safety that we focus on that's seatbelt speed distracted driving and then obviously the dui with our young drivers what we typically see is on prom night prior to prom night there's a lot of focus on these four things and they're really monitoring their speed and really paying attention to making sure that their phones are down and then on prom night specifically there's such a relaxed state and a relaxed environment that they're in when they leave prom, uh, they stay in that relaxed state, and then that's when these these accidents, these crashes, typically happen. And they're not the only ones who loosen their, I guess, morals or values around uh, prom. I know, and I'm not saying any parent listening to good things would be that parent that would just, you know, uh, turn their eyes or maybe allow things that wouldn't normally happen at their home, maybe on any other given weekend, but. Well, remind the adults who may be hosting after prom parties or thinking about being the you know the drivers for the kids. It's still a crime. It is, and and you know the the sad thing is is this is that kids are smart. Uh, we we treat them as though we can have these events at homes maybe for one night out of this this special weekend and that nothing else will happen but eventually your eyes are not going to be on them your eyes are not going to be on their keys if that's what you decide to do and kids are going to get what they want to get and they're going to go where they want to go and you can only keep them contained or obeying the rules for so long before if, if they're wanting to be disobedient they will they will jennifer i know part of this is bringing in personal stories to the programs that are going around the state and you have one sort of your own that connects with why this is so important if you don't if you want sharing i do um actually i made it through my prom but my freshman year of college i was involved in a one car drunk driving wreck um and the driver didn't make it and he was one of my friends um so you know ever since then I vowed to, you know, live out my reason for being here. Um, survivor guilt is real. Um, it shouldn't have been anybody that night, and it could have been avo avoided 100%. And there's so many other personal testimonies, I'm sure, Elizabeth, that will get, you know, worked into all of the um, school programs and things. What's, what's it like watching the kids hear from other stories that, you know, you're not bulletproof, it can happen, even if it's never happened in your school, it can happen to a friend, and, you know, it, it doesn't need to be you, or it doesn't have to be you. The kids are very receptive. They, um, at the end of it, they can come up and talk to us and talk to the client, and 
you you can see the one who really needs to be talked to and they're the ones who usually reach out to the client and they'll have you know as much time as the school will let them to talk for a little bit and to see that student talk to that client and kind of connect and kind of change a little bit you can see their attitude changing it's really amazing and this is one of those programs where how many years has the department put this on jennifer this will be its sixth year i think it's a sixth year and i think good things has been there for all six uh all six years of it which is exciting and it's one of those things you don't know how many lives you've saved right because you know you don't want to know that statistics necessarily but if you can just encourage one kid to be a little smarter or one parent to be a little more mindful of you know uh, the restrictions or, or remembering that promise still has you know is not a bulletproof sort of night then i think you know it's doing it's definitely doing its job um, lieutenant elkins i would say the the best numbers after prom night would be no fatalities no duis no wrecks and all of that and do y'all keep up with that in terms of i know prom's a season but have y'all seen any trending and things getting better as far as the stats are hard to keep up with in that specific time frame uh, what, what we typically do is we see the kids running into this idea and this mindset that nothing can happen to me uh, and it's not just our young drivers it's our older drivers as well uh, until it's not and you know I, we, we really try to encourage kids not to drive for you because it can't happen to you but drive for the person that's invested in your life the ones that have poured into you because if in the event that something happens whether it be fatality or life-altering uh, injury you're going to be affected for sure but it, it affects so many more than just you so instead of driving for you because you're bulletproof drive for the ones that you love and the ones that you care about and make the decisions that are right for them because nobody wants to live with survivor guilt like you mentioned Jennifer nobody wants to make that knock on the door and nobody just wants that to ruin prom night like let's be honest like even if you survive it it's not something that you want to to necessarily have a memory for I know you guys are out there doing a lot of work Elizabeth you said you could still take on schools y'all have got posters awareness is key so where do we go for all that information uh, well, you can email prom at mdrs.ms.gov. We also have a prom page on our mdrs.ms.gov website um, or social. We share a lot about that as well. And Elizabeth, if there's a school or I guess even a church group or whatever that may want to get this program in during this time, mm -hmm. um, how do they get in touch? Prom. Uh, check that email prom at mdrs.ms.gov we also have a um, prom poster contest going on right now um, our, con our, our poster right now has Marshall Ramsey's amazing artwork on it but we wanted to get it out there for the students to be able to submit if you're in ninth through twelfth grade you can submit your artwork and possibly be on the poster next year all righty well that's it prom please return home on monday we want everyone to have a safe and wonderful prom season and experience and just be smart out there right stay mm -hmm. smart all right and stick with us we got more for you coming up next job on the highway patrol on the highway patrol highway patrol my hours are long and my pay is low but i'll do my best to keep you driving slow i'm just doing my job on the highway patrol
making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. things we are on your computer your mobile device you can watch it on roku amazon fire tv devices even the youtubes you can now watch good things we are live on ceasefire tv if you got that it's on channel 70 right next to the weather channel which is saying summer here in mississippi at least for the weekend for now for now i saw and i failed you all this year by moving us down the mississippi weather calendar which is like the true one and i think we're right now we're at like deceitful spring and then it falls to like summer and then we have another i think it's like the third winter and then we'll jump back to actual spring. winter's last gas winter's <laughs> Yes, and then it moves through actual summer, and then we make it through Hell's Front Porch, and then, you know, we'll have the false fall, and then it'll all come back around again. Oh, we got skeeters and pollen and all that fun stuff to go before we even get anywhere close to summer. Yeah, well, there's one thing that that winter's last blast won't do, and that's take away the skeeters or the pollen. It feels like that is particularly... It won't get that cold. It won't get that cold, and we're just double-downed on it by this time a couple weeks from now, but Mississippi. I have no scientific backing. I'm not a a bug scientist. This is purely <laughs> speculation on my part, but I find it easy to believe my theory when it comes to mosquitoes, especially in Mississippi, especially when we have that winter's last gasp where it's not quite freezing, but it's after you've got a crop of skeeters mm-hmm. that have come their way out. It weeds out the weak skeeters and only leaves the tough ones. I believe you. I totally believe you. Like the the cold blast that's coming next week that's going to get down to the 40s and 30s and a little lower for some parts of the Magnolia State. That's just going to get rid of the weak skeeters. And we're going to be left with all the Rambo skeeters ready to come for us. Which is just delightful news. Oh, yeah. Said no Mississippian ever. (laughs) I think it was at the last... uh, last of the season last year and i had heard it and i think it was on garden mama which airs here on super talk on saturdays and i think she had a caller in or maybe she read a text and it was about a gentleman who swears that his whole life he had a good solution to his mosquito problem and every time i say it people look at me like i'm crazy and i'm like we'll give it a try and i just googled it to make sure i wasn't completely off base but he had he gotten a small i guess like kitty type pool filled it up with a little bit of water and then you have to let it sit because the mosquito larvae have to lay right they have to have somewhere just like still right. water to come and lay and then he unleashes goldfish <laughs> into his kiddie pool that then snack on said larva and so the the whole idea is killing the life cycle it's the it's the whole process of of lowering your ski ski skeeter that's what there's a children's book somewhere in there about a lonely goldfish from the fair that thought it was going to spend the rest of its life in a tiny little bowl but then it winds up in somebody's backyard in a kiddie pool at the all-you-can-eat Skeeter Larvae Buffet. The all-you-can-eat Skeeter Buffet. The trick to it is, I remember him sharing, was but you know, mosquitoes have to have the still water. Like, they don't really like water that moves a lot. No. So you can't like just leave out your goldfish. You have to have a, <laughs> you have to have a system 
of rotating your goldfish sort of in and out or rotating the water in and out. I don't know. Call me crazy. Call him crazy. You can Google it. Uh, goldfish eat the larva when it's settled or whatnot, or they like it, should I say. And if you've tried everything or you're looking for a fun science project, here is an opportunity. It's probably not the best idea if you've got curious cats or other wildlife. I don't know if I'd leave my goldfish out overnight. I don't know. Um, but hey, circle of life, right? I mean, so here we are. But I was about to say, you're providing the goldfish with a snack. Maybe the goldfish <laughs> is something else's snack. So this, this, got, this got deep quick, but... <laughs> So I, you know, ah, where's the Lion King? Take take it for a grain of salt. But if you hate skeeters and the and everything I have learned over the years, if you're going to do something, it's that magic of close enough to where your family wants to be, but further enough away that you're not like inviting them all into the space. But it can't be too far away because then you know they're still coming. Like they'll still find find you. So it's like that weird balance of far enough away but close enough but not too close it's got to be close enough to where you still act as bait right Ooh, yes and then unleash the goldfish <laughs> to finish the job someone said alaska has some of the biggest mosquito mosquitoes ah, mosquito skeeters y'all it's only tuesday y'all it's gonna be a long week um that i've ever seen and i've watched those shows on the history channel of in the living in the bush and uh life like below, below zero. zero and sort of all that in the summer and a lot of them do not believe in repellents because they're very granola i don't know if that's the right term to be out in the bush that way but they're very you kind of have to be granola to, yeah, to live right. like some of them live. well i mean when i think of granola all with all deep respect i think of like more of like hippie and earth loving which i don't know that stereotype, let me be very, you know, specific, is painting with a broad brush. Could make it specifically in the bush. But, anywho, very hug-a-tree-ish. And, um, I mean, they can survive Bonnaroo with one <laughs> bottle of water. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Bears are no match, right? Bear, <laughs> bears and mosquitoes have nothing on that. But they'd have the nets over to sort of protect. And then they're just sort of swamped in this. And I'm like, how is this blissful? On what planet is this better than the main life? I mean, it seems absolutely my worst nightmare. Because you be can literally me. holler as loud as you can, and nobody lives close to enough to hear you. The mos- you can't even hear yourself think because the mosquitoes swarming around your head. And so all I'm saying, if I chose to live in the bush, it would be with repellent. I would take my mosquito repellent and my candles and all the things with me i do and envy, my goldfish i envy the alaska people like the life below zero cast and and the off the gritters and people like that that live in alaska i envy their cold storage because they can go hunting and they don't have to worry about having a deep freeze for three quarters of the year it's outside outside's cold enough to be the deep freeze you just build a shelter to keep your meat in you you envy that because then you have bit. to live in that. I envy, I appreciated the guy who, again, he was one that was going all in. I can't remember his name, but I can see his face. He was the, the Skeeter guy who didn't believe in repellent or deodorant. And so that's probably why he lives alone. And so. <laughs> <laughs> and Covered he, in bumps and stinky. Ah! 
you know, humanity's just not going to procreate the Earth again that way. I just don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to end with you, dude. Uh, maybe that's, that's what makes love it. stories in these post-apocalyptic TV shows so funny. Because that's not true. I mean, you're you're these people haven't seen a toothbrush in years in some of these shows. And hair, na- you know, it's just. Ugh. I mean, <laughs> don't rely on me. To be the one that starts humanity all over again. I'll be perfectly fine ending it with my bloodline. But um, he got rid of his watch. And, you know, we are so addicted to our phones and, like, using our and knowing and being in, in touch. Imagine what it would be like to then, like, not really know the time. And I know we don't necessarily need to know the time. Like, in theory, folks didn't know the time, air quotes, for, like, millennia. Uh, and hearing him try to figure out how to adjust to at least not having some sort of foundation of like what time and space that could get really discombobulated, right, especially like, in Alaska where it's light twenty three hours out of the day for half the year and dark twenty three hours of the day half the year. Agreed, and he learned like this, you know where the sun's at and all that. But I mean, how t- how many times a day, even if you're not addicted to your phone? Do you look and see what time it is or ask what time it is or check the time to see, you know, for your neck, like it moves you along through your day. I mean, you're just we're just sort of a slave to sort of thinking about time when you go to bed, when you wake up, then lunch and then appointments and all the things. Oh, yeah. And so if you just had zero way of tracking that, not that he needs it, he doesn't have a plane to catch or a coffee, you know, um, appointment to, to miss, but if he's hungry, he eats. If, if he's thirsty, he, he drinks. Right. If he's got a, he knows. You know, yeah. He, you knows. But then you don't know like hours or that would be strange to me. Not, I could give up probably my phone and live without it. I could give up a lot of things, but it would be weird not to know, like not to have a clock. It would just be strange to me. Just a little bit. I don't know. Or wait, I could wake up on my own and go to bed, but it's all the in between that would be. I just this would be a sense of just. Floating in space, but you're in Alaska, floating with mosquitoes. Someone just said, existing. just existing. Rhino, I think the theory holds true for love bugs also. They I come out in force. I didn't know the little ladybug light bugs, too, was a big deal this time of year for a lot of folks. I've seen a lot of complaining about that. I didn't know they weren't ladybugs. I didn't know there was a difference. Lots of things to learn. Stick with us. We get more for you up next. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Supertalk Mississippi app. Of course, you can always find us on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. Don't forget, there's still time to put your registration in for the Morgan Wallen tickets. That He is coming to Oxford April the 23rd, and you've got a chance to win some tickets. You just got to go to one of the registration boxes located throughout the state and sign up, submit, and then you will be winner, winner, chicken dinner if we draw your name at the end. For example, you can register to win by going to Weathers Auto Supply in Tupelo, Be Quick in Macomb, you've got Waverly Boutique in Columbus, so many more. There's a full list over at supertalk.fm slash Morgan Wallen. And two, again, it's at Vault Hemingway Stadium, Sunday, April 23rd, and it's brought to you by First South Farm Credit, King's Daughter Medical Center, Jumpstart Test Prep, and Toyota of Brookhaven. And so April the 7th is coming quick, fast, in a hurry. In fact, oh, it's just a month away. And we'll know who who won those two sweet seat tickets. Now, speaking of music, if you were watching The Voice last night, you know who won a three-chair turn. She didn't get a four-chair turn. We were actually watching it uh, and so proud of her, Miss Holly Brand. Thank you, Blake. I know, right? And then she had the Of all the people. And then she had the great story that she opened up for him when she was 10 uh, at one of his concerts and came with a little, which I noticed throughout the night, because if you were a fan of that particular singing show, it's Blake Shelton's last um, uh, season. And so I think he's been on all or for 12 seasons or the whole the whole shebang or maybe yeah 12 years, which is like 20 been there as long as I've been paying attention to it. I think 20. He's the last original coach. And I want to say it's 12 years, but it's 21 or 22 seasons. They do two seasons, um, two seasons a year. And so. Anyway, you could tell a few of them were I, uh, cherry-picked, I don't know, or, or crafted to have a connection to either his hometown or to bring him mementos, and he picked none of them. Like, he didn't turn for any of those that were. <laughs> <laughs> One poor chick was from. The best laid plans of mice and <laughs> One poor chick was actually from his hometown and had a recording of him with her grandfather Um singing at the age of 13 on her phone, him, uh, Blake singing in one of his first recording studios, whatever. Um, she didn't get any chair turn, bless her heart. But, I mean, hey, she had the courage to get out there and do it. So I am not um, going to say a word. Uh, but Miss Holly Brand showed up, showed out. She even sang a Faith Hill song, Mississippi Girl, and did it justice. And she did get three turns. And so I am working to get Miss Holly Brand to join us here to share about her experience and how we continue to um, to uh, push her forward and, and watch. It should be a good year. I don't know of any others on The Voice this year, but we'll keep we'll keep our eyes out. I do know we also have several Mississippians. Um, what's the other one? America's Got... No, America's Idol. <laughs> well, you've got American yeah, Idol. Idol. You've got America's Got Talent. You've There's got so the many! you got The Masked Singer, yes. which I don't know how that's still going on. Like the novelty of it being, oh, look, we took another show from Japan and Americanized it. Look at this. Why is it still on? I don't know. I I mean, they had Kermit come out of one of them last, or was it two years ago? It's been recently. Kermit was one of the masked singers. Kermit the Frog. Well, you know, you're grasping for straws at that at that particular at that particular point. While you're venting, though, you know, sometimes we like to have a little fun here on Good Things and allow you to release a little steam. We don't go down the hateful route, but we can have a little fun with Just it. Just a mini rhino rant. A mini rhino rant, because if you were listening yesterday, or maybe it was yesterday. It was yesterday. It was yesterday. <laughs> it was yesterday. <laughs> I was like, or last week. I care. They run together some days. You were so excited that for a limited time, and it started yesterday, you got to get your double down 
at Kentucky Fried Chicken, which remind us, what is that? The the colonel came out with something called the Double Down way back in the day, back when all the fast food places were... Trying to go healthy. Yeah, they, they got bad press from the Super Size Me guy, even though his methodology was a little broken. Anyways, he... The, the colonel came out with the double down, which is the, the anti-health nut approach to fast food. Instead of having a normal sandwich where you got two pieces of bread and in betwixt the bread you've got your meat and all your, your toppings, a double down, the meat replaces the bread. You have two pieces of fried chicken, chicken breast, sandwiching cheese, bacon, and sauce. So I put out the, the fat guy PSA, friendly fat guy PSA yesterday, that they were coming back to Kentucky Fried Chicken starting yesterday for four weeks. So get them while they last. Right. Enjoy it's them. Limited time supply. It limited, it's it's kind of like the McGriddle. Right. Or not the McGriddle, the McRib. Yes. But it's not one of those things where you can find it on a map and, and drive to it. No, this is going away after four weeks, unless it's really popular, in which case we might get it for, for more than that. But anyways, I got sidetracked, and I went to KFC after work last night, and I'm excited because I was going to get a double down for the first time in almost a decade. And I get home, and I open the pack, and it's just a regular chicken sandwich. Your heart stopped. Did you go from, I need to know, like, I went from literally of being emotions. excited going in the door to sitting down and pulling it out and unwrapping it, and dead gummit. So you, but you weren't? agitated enough to then take it back no have you ever taken back food like once you got it home i don't like sending back food at a restaurant let alone taking back food to a fast food place i got you i mean there, that's we have had an experience the last couple of weeks and i don't want to throw the the brand under the under the bus but two times i have bought milk from a particular brand now granted one time i didn't stop and get milk from a gas station but I had done it there before, and it was fine. It was the only thing we needed. Remember, i got kids at home. We go through gallons of milk like crazy. And you get it home, and then there you have no milk in the, in the refrigerator, and then you open up a fresh gallon that you just paid, like you literally just paid for, and then it's sour. And that is like the worst feeling ever. I was like, okay. You know, it happens. I get it. It's a perishable item, yada, 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 whatever. Our kids went to bed starving that night and thirsty because they had no milk. And I was like, see, you'd be grateful whenever the refrigerator's full coming up, you know, in future times. But so, it, again, it happened. But this time, same brand, but chocolate milk. But I actually got it from a grocery store and got it home. Same thing. Mommy, you want chocolate milk? Cool. Got it out, opened it up. And so, so twice my husband was like, well, take it back. You have the receipt. Take it back. I'm like, I'm not. No. Like, I mean, number one, no, I threw away the receipt because who keeps their grocery receipt? Probably you, and you were smart for doing it, and it's probably a good a good thing to do. Me, it ends up in the trash, or it gets lost, or I don't know. It's just not something that I keep, keep up with. But then I thought, I don't know. I just wouldn't, for $3 or $4 or however much it was, I mean, I know groceries are expensive, and that's whatever, but my effort to go and return it, to me, I don't know. Would you have like? Would you return it? The milk? Yeah. No, I'd have written it off as a loss and probably not bought it from that location again. When I got two locations, and the only common denominator is the brand name, which I won't 
throw under the bus. Yeah, I'd probably try a different brand after that. Well, yeah, I mean... But if I keep marking off fast food places on County Line, I'm not going to have any fast food places left, because, I mean, KFC can't figure out what a double down is. <laughs> the McAllister's just loves... I, this is an example of things I haven't had twice. Mm-hmm. Salad? Dressing. Nobody likes the lettuce without the dressing, unless you're on a health kick. <laughs> How do you leave out the most important part of the salad, the dressing? And how do you do it twice? I don't know. I feel like we're, we're, this is therapy for Rhino today. We're going to breathe in, and we're going <laughs> to breathe out. We're going to breathe in, and then we're going to breathe out. And then we're going to share in our frustrations. It's really irritating, too, when they when and I, they're human. We are not spending the time kicking folks when they're down or, or trying to work or make a living. But first world issues. You you go through the drive thru and they forget the straw. I know there's like there's a whole movement for no straws and all that at the moment, but that's not it when they just simply give you a big luscious, icy cold, caffeinated something another, and then they forget the straw and you're like oh, I gotta make it all the way home and I can't and then you're over there trying to open it to get a little sippy sip out because you know, because you're thirsty and then it's it's gonna be a tragedy. Uh, in that respect. And I'm a big chili getter, too, at Wendy's. I like their chili. I think uh, it's really good. And oftentimes the spoon will get forgotten because it's not a every run-of-the-mill kind of order. I've eaten chili with forks. I've eaten chili with knives. I've tried. <laughs> well, that's the justification I have in my head when I when I calm myself down a little bit after the initial dead gummit is I would understand messing up an order if you've got that picky person mm -hmm. that wants a double cheeseburger, but I don't want any pickles, and I don't want any ketchup, but I want extra mustard, and I want the, the onions diced and not sliced, and I want the bun to be sesame seed, and, and you have all these little picky things you want at a fast food place, I could understand messing that up. But how do you mess up an order that's just by the book, the way it's on the menu? I don't know. But you got me wondering, does anybody have like a super picky order for a fast food? Like, is there something that you're like, oh, man, I'm that person and I need it that bougie way? I would love to know. 601-879-4395. We've got more for you up next. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. from the 80s. Oh, yeah. Billy Ocean. I just envision them in windsuits. I want to say, that, yeah, that was late 80s, windsuit era. I could totally see it. And there's a running man in some capacity in it. <laughs> Somebody with big hair, brightly covered earrings, 
Yeah. And sneakers. Uh, uh, yeah. I think that that would definitely be it. No, you said running man, and it reminded me we were having a conversation earlier about uh, on middays about game show hosts, and the name Richard Dawson came up, uh-huh. and it reminded me of growing up. I, I saw Running Man starring Richard Dawson as the like the the host of the show. Mm-hmm. Which, if you're unfamiliar with Running Man, it's one of those Arnold Schwarzenegger movies from the the late '80s. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense plot-wise, but it's got a lot of action scenes in it, so it was perfect for young me. And I saw Richard Dawson in that role as, like, the game show guy, but he was kind of maniacal and evil. And then, several years later, I saw him on reruns of Family Feud. I'm going, wait a second. That's the guy from Running Man. It's it's strange when you see them pop up in like different places, and now and then you know when you've reached a certain age because you sound like your parents. There's nothing like watching a TV or a movie or something with your folks, and one of them going, "Now what did she play in? What what else did he play in? He played in something else and spending like half the thirty minutes of the you know the beginning of the movie or the show trying to figure out." where the they knew the actress or actor or whatever from prior to this particular and now i, I do it i'll be like he used to play in something <laughs> it had the girl you know whatever and it's like just watch whatever it is that we're watching <laughs> we'll figure that out later we'll totally figure that out later. speaking of middays though yeah uh, gerard will be on the move tomorrow he'll be at the mississippi trademark um, for the mississippi construction education foundation skills competition and registration has started, so you can go to mcef.net for more information. I wanted to get to one text because I asked about picky orders. If you are, this, in this case, it's a spouse, has sort of like a bougie or a picky order. He said he has the pickiest wife in the world. He orders her tacos, no cheese, extra lettuce on the side, hamburgers plain, nothing on the bun, but do not butter bun and well done. Pizza, no sauce. Steak has got to be well done. Okay to have burnt crust on it. But as picky as she is, she married me. So, you know, what can I say? And I think people like what they like. The strangest look, I'm not necessarily like a picky order. I'll get things on the side or whatever. But the the weirdest look I get consistently is when we go to Mexican restaurants and I will order the vegetarian fajitas with chicken. <laughs> and they look at me like... Huh? But it's usually because the vegetarian fajitas, if that is an option, they have different vegetables that come with the fajitas. You'll get like squash or zucchini or broccoli or whatever because they're adding that bulk in for the person who's not going to have like the steak or the chicken or whatever on top. Well, I want that and the chicken. Like I want, you know, and and so I usually get the, the funny look of you vegetarian with chicken, with chicken. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's... It's how I want it. <laughs> uh, it's really good, though. Do you have any funny orders? Is there anything you're particular about? Not really. I mean, if if I go to somewhere and I've put something together, then I may try to order that if it's like off the menu. But really, the only time I've had that happen to me where it was like on a regular basis, it was back when I was living in Tupelo in high school and. and we would go to a place called Harvey's, which had this thing called the Delta Chicken, which is a Cajun roasted chicken breast on top of garlic mashed potatoes and topped with crawfish etouffee. Yeah. It's delicious. Wasn't on the menu. It was like a daily special for a while. 
then it was kind of on the menu, and I would order it. That was like my my go to when we go to Harvey's, and then it was off the menu, but you could still kind of order it. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's the closest to picky is I would go through and can I get the Delta chicken even though it's not on the menu? That's not picky, but that is like being a little like presumptuous. Hey, I know it's not here, but I'm Rhino, and so I'm going to order this anyway. And I feel like you would know it, so go on and send it, and send it my my way. Someone said fajita nachos mix, no chips, but sub lettuce. Would you sub the lettuce with Delta Just chicken? It on a pile of lettuce. Delta chicken is on the. Oh menu yeah, it's now. on the menu now. It's back on the menu. Now, if you're in that area, you need to give it a try because it sounds absolutely delicious. Tell them Rhino sent you. They won't know who I am, but you'll like yes, the Delta chicken. Yes, they will. I feel like they will. They're like, oh, we brought it back for him. They need to change it. Rhino's chicken. <laughs> Stick with us. You got more coming up next with the boys. You got Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will be back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. I can see good things for Mississippi Media Production.